0: I'm so excited to have our friend Brie McCoy on. So she wrote the book, Come and Eat. And Jonathan, her book is actually illegal in Illinois right now. And why would that be? Well, it's all about gathering and having people over. <laughs> so, oh, so yeah. Her, yeah, her book is illegal. But here's the thing hospitality looks a little bit different right now. Uh, Cooking may look a little bit different right now. The people around your table maybe are fewer than before, but she still has a lot of great things to talk about. So, Bree, I want to know, like the table is, it's never been perfect. You know, this whole gathering thing has never been perfect. Sometimes it's messy and crazy there. Yes,
1: yes, it is. And I think that's the reality of coming to the table consistently is a lot of times it's, going to be a little bit more clunky or a little bit more messy than, than the other side. Like celebrations are amazing and I love celebrating and I love having parties and I love having the gatherings, but celebrations are only a handful of our experiences on life and a handful of our experiences around the table. And so those are nice, but those are not what's going to sustain us. And it's those messy conversations and those like broken people coming together and sharing a meal and being vulnerable with one another. That is the real sustenance of coming to the table. Bree, a lot of people, like they don't feel confident to have people over. They might not even feel
0: confident to cook for their own family. What would you say?
1: I started bringing people into our home when I first got married and I was 26 and I didn't know how to cook and we didn't have like matching chairs around our dining room table and I was serving burnt food And we didn't even have enough dishes for the amount of people that were coming over. And I actually stressed out a lot about it. I definitely was not someone that was like, who cares? Like, just everybody come over and it doesn't matter. I cared so much. I would stress out. Jeremy would have to calm me down. I mean, I just, I really cared what people thought about my home. I cared about what they thought about the food I was serving. And I think a huge turning point for us was when we did have a guy over. Um, He was a single guy in the military and he was far from home and we had him over and I did serve him like burnt chicken. And I was like, whatever it is, what it is. Like, we're just going to eat this. And he ate it. And after we had such amazing conversation around the table and afterwards he was so grateful, so grateful. And when he left, I was like, there's no way. That that gratitude was for my food. Like there's just no way. And it uh, occurred to me that okay, this is this is more than what my stuff is or what my stuff looks like, or even the you know, pit, the Instagram-worthy food I'm trying to serve. It's about just what Jeremy and I are serving at the table from our own hearts. And if someone can come over and be so filled spiritually and emotionally um, and also physically, then that's what's important to us. And so we have lived in so many places since then because I am in the military. Jeremy's in the Air Force. And so we've moved so many times that we have broken furniture. We've lived in apartments. We've lived in condos. We've lived in um, townhomes. We definitely have never had the perfect setting ever I still burn meals every once in a while, and I, <laughs> I still do, and I still am like, at the end of the day, it is definitely about um, how we made someone feel when they were here and when they left.
2: It's good stuff. We're talking to Bree McCoy this morning, and uh, so where do you fall on this, Lindsay? I mean, you surely you're very confident about all this because you talk about gathering people all the time, and um, so are you always like 100% confident about Cooking and gathering and all that?
0: Well, here's the thing. Uh, We used to, same thing with Brie. Like, we used to live in this teeny tiny house, but I still wanted to have people over. So, yeah, I mean, we were sitting on couches, sitting on the coffee table. I mean, we were just spread out everywhere, but I just loved having people over so much that it didn't matter. But still, I mean, yeah, I still get a little nervous. Like, or if you burn something, I mean, I'm not the best cook 100% of the time, but I always find. After everybody has left, just like she said, your heart just feels so full and you'll get a few texts from the people that came over and they're just like, oh, that was the best time and thanks for having us over. So it really is worth like putting your ego aside or your fears aside to give people some love and kindness inside your home.
2: Her name is Bree McCoy and uh, the reason I think it's awesome to have her on, but despite all the cool things she's talking about, her book is called Come and Eat.
0: I know. I mean, what better book could you want to read? Tons of recipes and stuff about gathering people, which we can't wait to do like in big groups after all of this is over. But you're still gathering, you know, even if it's a spouse or a kid or a dog. I mean, you're gathering together as a family uh, as you eat and prepare a meal. So, Brie, I ask this to everyone that we talk to. I love this question. What are the things. Um, that you like have to have they're always on hand if you run out of this grocery or this staple it's like oh my goodness we have to go to the store now
1: okay so definitely butter heavy cream and butter i cook with a lot of butter um we also i always have on hand canned like whole tomatoes for easy homemade salsa i always have a can of crushed tomatoes on hand for pasta sauce I always have um, tomatilla salsa on hand or salsa verde because I make a really good, like it's really easy to make a flavorful soup with that salsa actually. So I always have that and tomato paste um, because I use tomato paste a lot, especially for like sloppy joes, Dijon mustard. Oh my gosh. I have to have Dijon mustard. Have to have it. I do this really weird thing where, um, so those I have a list of the staples that I'm like, we can never run out. And if it's something that doesn't have to be refrigerated, so for example, let's say it's a bag of basmati rice or it's the canned tomatoes, I have, I buy them, like I'll buy two, let's say canned tomatoes, and I have one in the pantry. And then I have a drawer in our guest room where I put the seconds of everything else so that... Because what I would find is I would buy two cans of tomatoes, but then I would use them mindlessly without realizing, and then I would have no tomatoes. And so when I have, when I go to reach for, let's say, canned tomatoes in the pantry, and it's not there, I know that I have an extra in another room. I go and I grab it, and I immediately add to my grocery list canned tomatoes. It's like a signal for me when I walk to the other room, like add right now to your list canned tomatoes or the tomato paste or the popcorn. Like I have three things of popcorn in this drawer. <laughs> I'm
2: like... Brie McCoy. So um I don't know about all the tomato things, Lindsay, but can you relate to any of these items that she loves?
0: Oh, if we run out of butter, it's like it's like a crime.
2: Our show is about Jesus in food and today is no exception.
0: Yes, we have our friend Bree McCoy on. So she wrote the book, Come and Eat, which is actually illegal right now in Illinois because um, we're not allowed to have big gatherings and have people. Over. Right. But you know what? You're still gathering. If it's like with your spouse or just a kid or around your table, you're still gathering, still making these good memories around the table, which is such a beautiful thing. Um, Bree, I do want to know, say it's like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, getting ready to go to bed or whatever and you're going to have one last, you know, bedtime snack, what are you having?
1: Oh, okay. So this is, um, this has been a little new for me. It's actually, it started since the quarantine, (laughs) since the global pandemic. Um, It's like a warm glass of milk, Horizon Organics, vitamin D milk with a little bit of honey in it. Oh my gosh. It's so soothing. It helps me sleep. We have, if we're, if I'm doing it just for me, I'll do it, throw it in the microwave. If Jeremy wants one too, we might do it on the stovetop. But we also have like a froth, a frother for our milk, for our cappuccinos. So um, that heats it really fast. So I'll just throw in the milk and then I'll put the honey in the bottom of my glass and then pour the milk from the frother in. And it's like a little frothy and then it's warm. And it literally, I'm like this, I know why babies like this. Like it's so soothing. And I want to go to bed now.
2: Very nice. And by the way, um, Lindsay, what would your answer to that question be?
0: I usually do. Um, I love cookies and milk. I also love like these Intamin's chocolate, really bad processed for you um donuts and milk so that's usually that's usually mine what's yours do you have a do you have a bedtime snack
2: um i i don't usually but if i do it's it's generally because i've given up on on life uh for that day (laughs) and so it's either uh something you know like ice cream or let's just say some form of candy cookie thing so i think we're kind of all on the same page here
0: yeah, it's like oh, usually like something bad and junky. Um, if you want to yeah. find Bree's recipes, she's got a ton of them. She's really fun to follow on Instagram, super hopeful and upbeat. And she also has this great book called "Come and Eat," which even during quarantine has some amazing principles about gathering people around your table and how you're welcome at Jesus's table, this spiritual family. It's a great book. So it's called "Come and Eat." You can get the uh, link to it to buy it and the blog just by texting. Brie, B-R-I, to 866